personnel they're gonna go for a field goal here a field goal to take the lead two minutes exactly we're talking about a 46 yard field goal attempt well here we go where are they marking that from the 35 a 45 yard attempt by Edwards low snap Edwards puts in a foot into it it's up and it is good 45 yards away Mark Edwards sends the Andrean uh, sideline into a frenzy. Can you believe the kick by Edwards? Oh my goodness. Not just the distance, but with the pressure on him as well. You figure for Andre. Hello, and uh, welcome back to the My Tiny Changes podcast. Uh, the next episode, uh, The Play's The Thing. Uh, this is Steve Pachowski, your host, and uh, glad to be back with uh, everybody. Hope uh, hope we're getting uh, some good crowds in here to watch uh not to watch, but to, but to listen to the podcasts. Um, uh, what you just heard was the uh, pivotal play of the 2003 sectional championship uh, game between Andrean and Griffith. And it's, it's just a little prologue to the game that we are going to be um, uh, going over, going over today, the, the next year's sectional championship game, the 2004 sectional championship game. But was what was important about about this game and, and that play uh, in particular um, that year? I, I believe there always was a little rivalry between between Andrean and Griffith, and but but I think they had been in different uh, different classes for a bit. I think Griffith had been up in four A while Andrean had been playing in three A. And they, while they played during the season, um, they weren't playing in the playoffs. I, I, I don't believe up to that point. But Griffith had been moved down in a three A, so now um, their rivalry took on took on another level as they would play um, uh, meet in the playoffs. And and that that was the first of uh, of, of a few meetings um, in, in sectionals that that would occur between Andrean and Griffith and. There never was uh, there never was a great camaraderie between the two, and and again playing in the playing in the playoffs only heightened that, and so that game there uh, where uh, Mark Edwards uh, trotted out uh, without a moment's uh, hesitation and kicked a forty five yard field goal, which in high school is is not. Um, uh, not that uh, common a thing to happen, especially under under the situation uh, that it that it did happen. That uh, Mark had actually missed a field goal earlier, which is why we had found ourselves down by by one point at that time, and uh, was 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 kind of uh, uh, having a hard time uh, handling that. And, and, and during the contest, uh, 
Coach Coach Brett Saint Germain, the head coach, would be telling him, "You got to get your head together because we're going to uh, we're going to need you." And and it came time uh, uh, to be called on without hesitation. There was no time out there or anything. Uh, uh, Brett just called for the uh, the field goal team. Uh, Mark went out there, and I don't know how calm he might have been, but but looking looking at it uh, later. Uh, he looked very calm to stepping out there and, as I said, kicking a 45-yard field goal, uh, the pivotal play in a victory uh, over Griffith. Um, uh, Mark was a great kid. Unfortunately, um, Mark passed away a couple of years later, taking his own life. Um, uh, you know, the, the, as you tell stories like this and as the years go on, uh, you you tend to have to uh, to give news like that, but that was only that was only two years later, and, and it was very it was a shock to a shock to everybody's system at that point because like I said, Mark 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 was a great kid, and and it was and it, and it was sad to see his passing. I only knew him for uh, the his his last two years there at Andrean. Uh, but uh, great kid, fantastic kid, and uh, and again, just just sorry that sorry for the circumstances that occurred um later on in in in, in there. Uh, but again, just just setting the stage uh, as uh, as as we move um, as we move on and 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 why this becomes. Uh, something important uh because uh my son bobby uh was on the was on the andrean team the next year he was a sophomore and uh well we'll, we'll get into a little bit more of the details as to as to how this came about but uh we uh we we moved to next year we moved to november 5th uh 2004. Welcome everyone to Griffith High School tonight. Sectional championship action. It is the Griffith Panthers hosting the Andrean 59ers. Hello everyone, Jamie Perko here along with Chris Ramirez and we were here just three weeks ago for this big regular season matchup. Of course, Griffith won big on that game, uh, Chris, and uh, Andrean going to try to turn the tide tonight and, and uh, get things going their way. What do they have to do different this time? They lost 48-14 to 14 last time. Well, first thing they have to do, Jamie, is come out with a little more emotion and intensity. They were uh, just steamrolled in that game a few weeks ago out here. So there we there we are as, as, as they set as they set that game up. Uh, we moved to November fifth, two thousand and four, and it's the uh, it's the rematch sectional championship game uh, again at the Boneyard in Griffith. And and as they mentioned, um, we had lost uh, four weeks before to Griffith, forty eight to fourteen. I mean, we just got shellacked, uh, massacred. Uh, and, and and anybody who knows about. Uh, Russ Ratke and Griffith, uh, they're 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 not a team to uh, <laughs> to 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 not be above rubbing your nose in it. Uh, they were running fake punts when when the game was decided, and uh, you know, forty eight to fourteen sounds sounds like a drubbing, but the, 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 that score doesn't even indicate what kind of drubbing it was. It was it was kind of embarrassing, and uh, and a lot of people weren't uh, weren't knowing. Uh, we coming back if, if, if it was going to change if 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 in four weeks we could kind of flip the script so to speak and 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 give a much better showing that we than we did the last time um 
just another mention, and, and it sounds kind of uh, sounds kind of down to, to be mentioning a death again, but um, I have to say something about the, about one of the announcers there, Jamie Perko and, and Chris Ramirez were the announcers you hear, and it was it was the Comcast. Um, what you're hearing is the audio portion of of the, the the cable broadcast. It was the Comcast Game of the Week, so it was. So it was on. It was on TV, available on TV, and and what you're hearing here is, is, is the excerpts I play are, are the audio of that, and, and, and the the announcers for that game were Jamie Perko and Chris Ramirez, and uh, Jamie Perko, great guy. Unfortunately, Jamie also um, passed away in 2014 um, at, at at 44 years old, and, and just want to mention a little bit because Jamie was a great guy. Um, it's not very often that assistant coaches and, and, and coordinators uh, sometimes are noticed by the media and, and stuff like that. But, but after this game, um, which uh, Jamie always called the greatest, the, the greatest football game in Northwest Indiana history, him and a lot of other people. But uh, he, he always had a smile on his face when he saw me, always said hi. Um, always asked about Bobby, and, and and one of the reasons why is 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 why we're actually going through this game, and you'll and you'll find out later at the end. But uh, uh, you know, as some of you that have seen posts I put about it before, it's not going to come as a surprise to you. But uh, what I what I just wanted to do here was go through that game and maybe maybe give a little bit more insight and in, as to things that went on and, and, and stuff like that. But again. I uh, just wanted to uh, just give some thoughts out to uh, uh, in honor of Jamie Perko, who was who was just a, just a fantastic fantastic guy, and a lot of people um, will remember him in the region as, as somebody who uh, really really was a backer of region sports and and called some great games. And there's there's actually there's actually a, a, a another YouTube thing of um, Jamie Perko's uh, five greatest calls in. And two of those calls are you're you're going to hear tonight. One you already heard with the Mark Edwards field goal, and and you're going to hear another one later, and you'll understand why. Uh, but again, um, just a little tip of the cap to to Jamie. Um, but uh, uh, moving on, um, the game started, and again there there was there was a lot of conjecture conjecture as to um, can uh, would Andrean be able to compete better than than they did the last time. And uh, just to the excerpts I'm going to play is, 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 is just to try to give a little insight into the game, try to get you a, a little feel of the game. Um, I'll, I'll fill in things with, with, with my remembrances and, and the little things that I might remember about the game. And, 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 and hopefully um, hopefully we can get through this and, 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 and be able to to match the excitement of, of of the actual game. Well, I'm sure we're not going to be able to match the actual the actual excitement of the game itself, but just to at least give you a feel as to as to the importance and and, and why it's remembered for what it is and 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 why it's important uh, in in the Pachalski household. And I, I don't think you'll have any doubts about that um, as we move on. So, uh, so so let's continue and 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 get through this the best we can. So the game started, and uh, uh, Andrean, we, we received the kickoff, uh, but uh, uh, offense stalled right away. Uh, three and out, uh, punted to uh, uh, punted off to Griffith, and same thing. Uh, they punted back, and, and as we got the ball this time, we this time we were we were methodically able to to move down the field. Uh, 
uh, getting small chunks of yardage, but also eating up the clock, which is which which was something of a game plan of ours uh, to to try to keep the ball out of out of Griffith's hands as, as as much as we could and to eat up the clock. But but hopefully uh, hopefully end with uh, with getting points on the board and. Uh, uh, we're going to see right now if we were if we were successful in that endeavor endeavor at the end of at, at the end of this drive. Well, Andrean is going to go ahead and line up for a field goal. Anthony Sarah is going to line it up. Thirty-two yard attempt by Sarah. Tommy Finn the hold. The kick is up, and it is no good. Short to the right. So with two oh two to go, Griffith holds and they'll take over the ball. Chris, how much does this hurt Andran as far as their opening drive? Well, you want to come away with some points, but it's not killer. You know, that 10 yard, those, those, those penalties, those 10 yards and penalties certainly hurt them because if you don't have that, maybe you get a, a touchdown or first down, or you certainly uh, would have made that field goal kick, that's for sure. Uh, it hurts, but it doesn't kill them. Let's see how they respond on defense. I guess that'll give us our answer. We didn't give you the Andrean defense yet. Jeff Klubikar, Kellen Mack, and Chris Davila, Steve Egan, the defensive line. Linebackers, Pachalski, Tornacasa, Klein, Herringody, and the defensive backs for the 59ers, Chris Skinner, Adam Shingle, and Tommy Finn. So uh, after, <laughs> you see, after that long drive, uh, uh, a missed field goal, but, uh, but again, uh, we were able to move the ball uh, better than better than we did in the first game. We kept the ball out of out of their hands, and um, I think in that the little excerpt we heard there, they mentioned penalties. There were actually um, two TDs called back because of penalties in that uh, uh, in that drive. So um, we knew that we that we had the. Uh, uh, the ability to score, and and so even though we came away with no points there, uh, it was still something that uh, that was a confidence builder for us. Um, they mentioned the defense, and, and again, uh, Bobby Bobby playing on the defense, and they also mentioned Kellen Mackin, and those two those two uh, being sophomores. Um, a lot of times, you don't see a lot of sophomores uh, playing, especially especially on teams with with bigger. Um, uh, uh, bigger rosters on on that, but uh, Kellen and Bobby became starters after the last Griffith game, after that last debacle. Um, it, you know, it's it's sometimes you run into difficulty coaching your own kid, and it might have been the first time that uh, that, that that I had kind of thought about that um, uh, because I had I had thought about starting starting Bobby and Kellen both on on defense uh, earlier than that before that uh but but after that game we knew that we had we had to make some changes and it was then that uh, uh bobby and kellen became starters and and, and immediately it, it helped our defense i mean we had some fast fantastic guys on defense already and those two guys were just uh just kind of the finishing touches to uh uh to kind of round out our defense and give it the look that um that it should have so so we move on and after um after a few exchanges of the football, uh, we have this. 145 to go, second and 10 from the 18-yard line. And, boy, what a turn of events from, from the first time these two teams played, Chris. We haven't hardly even seen the Andrean defense on the field yet. But there's no points on the board. Finn. 
throws. He's got his man complete. Jake Kokel is going to be a touchdown. Yes, touchdown, Andrean, 18 yards away, and the 59ers score first. Well, Andrean couldn't finish it off the first time, but this time, no problem at all. The question would be, how does the fumble effect, as you look at the replay, how will the, the fumble effect Griffith? Well, it had a definite effect on him. Two plays, 18 yards, and in for the score. Jake Kokel with the catch. And that is his 12th touchdown of the season. Four Tommy Finn passing, 25th TD. So Jake will go ahead and line it up for the extra point as well. Jake Kokel puts the extra point up and good. So with 1.38 to go in the first quarter, Andrean strikes first. They're up 7 to nothing. So with a little more than a then a, a minute left in the, in the first quarter, we're able to get on the board and, and, and get a 7 to nothing lead, and first quarter actually does end that way. And uh, so, something that, uh, you know, as we go along, I'm go as, as, as I said, I'm going to, uh, you know, share some remembrances of that game and share some things that uh, that I remember as, as, as I watch, uh, watch these plays as they go by. And uh, one of the things I noticed was the way Bobby claps his hand. Um, he doesn't. He didn't clap his hands the way you would look um, and, and think a normal person does it. You know, kind of side to side. Um, uh, you know, you know, in front of you. The way the way Bobby did it for some reason was was kind of up and down on top of each other. Uh, it, it, it's, it was just one of those little idiosyncrasies that 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 he picked up and. You, you wouldn't notice it unless you noticed it. Uh, so uh, it, it, it's just one of the things that uh, that I noticed as I, as I saw him clapping after that play. And, uh, and, and offensively, um, Bobby started playing a lot also offensively uh, in the playoffs as we went to a lot of double tight formations. And Bobby was a tight end. We, we had we had an all-state tight end and Ty Heron Gody on the one side. So in one tight end set, obviously uh, it was going to be Ty. But, um, you know, Bobby was a big bo body. You know, he was listed at, you know, 6-2, 2-something, I think, at, at that point. And, and I think Bobby, Bobby actually um, full-grown. Uh, was up to six three and just a solid guy, and uh, so he was put in there for you know mostly for blocking purposes. Uh, but later, later he would uh, he would catch passes in the following years. And um, one of the uh, one of the milestones in 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 Bobby's life uh, when he did go to play football for Marion College, he was actually there for their inaugural inaugural season. Um, the first season that they had football there at Marion College, it's now Marion University, uh, but back then it was Marion College, and he actually caught the uh, the first pass in their history. So, just a little, um, uh, just just a little aside there, as I said about Bobby, uh, you know, maybe known to to most people as as uh, somebody on defense, but. Uh, he, he did play offense and he, and he was able to catch the ball. Uh, so as, as we say, we're moving uh, we're moving on into the second quarter and we're gonna we're gonna start to see what type of what type of game this is going to turn into. Uh, after the first quarter and the first game, I, we were down, and I don't know how many touchdowns had already had already been scored. So, again, the the script has already been a little uh, a little flipped. Uh, but this uh, this game is going to start to uh, take on a little bit uh, a, a different personality than than it's showing up till now. 
So Griffith gets the ball, and then they're able to start uh, start moving the ball uh, downfield, uh, running the running their option. And they were they they were just under Russ Radke. They were fantastic at running the option. Uh, just give you headaches trying to prepare for them and the way they ran it and and you're gonna you're gonna hear some of the ex- excerpts uh, again uh, of what we're listening to here and you'll you'll you will even hear the uh, uh, the announcers having a hard time uh, figuring out uh, who's running the ball in fact in, in fact let's take a listen right now first and goal from the four Richie Wayman keeps it and it's a touchdown Oh, let's see, they, or did they give it to Nelliman? Nope, they gave it to Nelliman on the play, Chris. Nelliman touchdown, four yards away. If it's that hard to tell from up here, how hard <laughs> do you think it is to tell down on the line of scrimmage? Here's the replay. That is Nelliman, number 10. He gets the score. You see Richie Lehman there putting his arms up to signal touchdown, and it was. So now it's 7-6 to six and the extra point pending to tie it up. And the extra point uh, did tie it up there, and, and as Chris Ramirez said, uh, very hard to tell who had the ball as, as they would run as they would run this option, and it was it, it's it, and that's what the option does. Uh, they 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 try to make the defense wrong, and and they try to make the defense question uh, who has has the ball. And what you basically have to remember on defense is to is to play assignment football and and basically uh, basically tackle everything. Um, but. Uh, so again, score seven seven tied, and uh, and Drain gets the ball back, and 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 we're able to move the ball right away, and 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 that culminates in in this third down and ten. Finn, they're going to try that corner again. This time they've got their man, and it's a touchdown. Touchdown, touchdown. touchdown. Ty Hiragodi. Well, you keep going to him. Eventually, they're going to come through. What did they see something in that corner, Chris? Well, they kept working it, that's for sure. They've gone to that corner a few times. Here's the replay. Is that Nelliman on the or Lehman on the coverage? It is in the coverage. Yeah, it was not that bad. I mean, he, he kept them in front of him, had just a, uh, about a half a step. But Ty Herringode is so big, and Tommy Finn can thread the needle so well. That's just tough to stop that all night long. They're going to get what can you see? You really can't fault the coverage on that one. Jake Kokel for the point after. It's up and it is good. So with 5.54 to go in the second quarter, 14-7, to the 59ers have the lead. So we're able to uh, to take back the lead, 14-7. Um, and after we kick off, uh, Griffith, Griffith starts to move the ball, and, and, and they're getting down, and they're looking like they might be in position to uh, – to tie the game up uh, just before halftime and and just kind of take away momentum, uh, but uh, but strange things can happen uh, when 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 you're thinking things are going to happen one way and and let's take a listen. First and ten from the fifteenth. Matt Nelson fumble fumble on a play again. Andre got it, Jamie. And it is Adam Shingle with the recovery, his second one of the game. And the Andrean 59ers, the defense, again puts the stop on, but more to Griffith Panthers. They destruct again, self-destruct, I should say, down in Andrean territory. Bob Pachowski, Jamie, I think is the guy that come up with that number 89. It was just sitting there. And I'll see if we'll uh, see that There's again. There's 89 right down there in the middle of it all. Either way, that ball was just sitting right there on the ground. 
waiting for somebody to come pick it up. So it's first and, down and 10. And that quiets the crowd out here at Griffith. And i tell you what, that's a big turnover there. You wanted to be able to tie the game up going in. You got two minutes and 14 seconds to go. You've had the ball, you're driving. Now all of a sudden you got to come out and play defense. That one's a heartbreaker for Griffith. So yes, it's uh, it, it's Bobby with a uh, momentum-stealing fumble recovery uh, at our 15-yard line uh, right before halftime, and and again a very big uh, change of momentum there. It looked like Griffith was going in uh, to at least uh, have have a great chance of of tying the score or or putting a field goal on the board before halftime. Uh, but uh, we were able to uh, we were able to stymie one there, and as we mentioned earlier, how hard it is to tell the to, to tell it is who has the ball running option that also makes uh, makes them sometimes um, uh, more apt to uh, to fumble the ball if you're if you're able to get in there, and as they make these exchanges and and run these option plays, that if you can make a hit at the right time, you're able to force some fumbles, and I believe that was the the third fumble. Ref- we we had forced I think we had forced fumbles actually before each touchdown that we had scored in that first half there not that uh, not that those fumbles occurred uh, deep in their territory because we still had some drives after them uh, but uh, but as I said um, they're momentum changers and and anything you can do to keep that uh, that that option offense and you're going to see why. Uh, what happens in the second half and why it's much different than uh, than the first half. But uh, people were expecting a high-scoring game at halftime, though. It's only it's only a 14-7 game with with Andrean in the lead. Uh, very different, uh, very different than the first game. Uh, not just with the score, but uh, but how well. Um, the offense was was moving the ball. Uh, possession, <laughs> having possession of the ball, is always the best defense against an option team, and 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 we were able to accomplish that at least in the first half. Um, <laughs> the the thing that I remember in a big difference uh, from from that from that first game, and I, I remember uh, walking back onto the field at halftime of of the of the prior game, and I forget what we were down by at that point, but uh, I remember um, walking out before the team was ready to come out, and I'm walking across the field, and and Brett uh, Brett Saint Germain, the head coach, uh, was walking. Uh, walking a few feet behind me, and and as we were walking um, onto the field, across the field to our sideline, um, you know, our crowd was very quiet. Except all of a sudden, a shout, uh, a shout from the sidelines came out uh, toward us, and and all it said was in a very sarcastic tone, "Nice defense, coach." <laughs> and uh, I I remember Brett kind of kind of chuckling and 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 I turned around and I'm like you think that's funny huh and he goes yeah that's kind of why I let you go first so maybe that they would uh, take it out on you before they took it out on me so uh, just 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 a little funny aside and and the difference uh, as as I said between that first game and what was going on with this game but. Um, uh, things are going to change. Uh, they're not. They're 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 not going to stay as uh, as boring as the, as they might have been in this first half. So uh, we're going to get into the second half after a little break. So uh, hang on. We shall be right back.
So, welcome back to the My Tiny Changes podcast. Uh, the next episode, the plays, the thing. Um, not even sure if I introduced myself at the, at the outset. Uh, again, it's Steve Pachalski, uh, who does the My Tiny Changes podcast, and uh, and we're 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 getting into uh, we're getting into the the sectional championship game, Griffith Andrean back from two thousand and four. Uh, Bobby was a sophomore, play, played in the game, and. We we went through the first half and it was you know kind of your uh, normal football game just a little back and forth um, fourteen to seven low scoring contest as I said as compared to to the blowout loss that we experienced at at Griffith four weeks before uh, but things are things were about to get interesting um, starting in that third quarter and we are just going to. Um, we are just going to let these let these plays roll by and and, and hopefully capture uh, the, the difference between, as I said, what the first half was like and what was going to happen in the second half. So so uh, buckle your seatbelts. Here we go. Second and goal from the six. Layman to Nelman goes in and it's going to be a touchdown. Matt Nelman from six yards away, and the Panthers are one point away from tying the game again. And then a couple minutes later. Fake the handoff. Tommy Finn on the run. Matt Nelman chases him. Finn looks downfield. He throws it, and he's got his man, Coco. Oh, Jake Coco steps by. He could be gone. Jake Coco towards the center. Touchdown, Andrean. 69 yards on the touchdown play, and the 59ers have the lead again. A great play by the quarterback, Tommy Finn, to elude the rush by Matt Nelliman. Looked like he was going to run it. Here's the replay. Look at the speed of Tommy Finn. And then he's going to throw it on the run. He puts touch on it. And watch the move right there. That's on Brian Bell, and it's all over from that point. What a great move. That's a big league move right there to put on somebody. Jake Kokel, touchdown number 13 on the season, second tonight. And then Jake will stay on for the extra point. Tommy Finn will hold. Tommy, three touchdown passes tonight. 27 on the year. And the extra point is good. So with 519 to go, 21 to 14. And Drain has a lead. Two touchdowns in a matter of minutes, Chris. Two and then, as they say on the ensuing kickoff. Well, I said it was going to be high 20s, and uh, then I started to think, well, maybe it's going to be a defensive game as it unfolded. But all of a sudden, we've had a couple of quick scores. We'll see if we settle down or if uh, this becomes a little bit more of a shootout. So Sarah will kick it off. There. <laughs> Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea at all. Rogowski's got it now. Uh -oh, and he jams out. out. Look at Drew Rogowski. One man to beat. The kicker. He's going to go to the outside. Drew Rogowski's going to go the distance. It's going to be a touchdown for the Panthers. And just like that, the Panthers strike back. Wow. And then, not very long after that. Handoff Rodriguez. Right up the middle. Touchdown Joaquin Rodriguez from a yard away. And the 59ers have regained the lead. He didn't get much on that play, but he didn't need much. Griffith, Andre just about a foot away from the end zone on that play, so they get the score and go up 27-21. A great drive. There's the replay. Right up the middle. 
And with the extra point, that would put us up 28-21, and that would be uh, that would be how the third quarter ended. So uh, uh, more fireworks than in the first half. Well, there were three touchdowns, and in, in, in the whole first half, we had four touchdowns uh, in the third quarter alone. Now, um, that last that, that last touchdown, a little misnomer, it, it, it wasn't quite rapid fire as the other touchdowns were. Uh, that was actually after an 85-yard drive, so we were able to use a little bit of, a little bit of clock there. But again, um, that that's how the quarter ended, and 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 had the game ended there, um, you know, it would have been exciting enough. You know, it would have been great. You know, Andre and uh, obviously would have won the game there, 28 to 21. But uh, you know, had that been four quarters of football and the game ended like that. Uh, you know, they, they, they would have been talking about the game uh, as an exciting game as it was, but uh, we still have the, the, the fourth quarter to go, and, 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 and things are just really starting to get interesting. So we start the fourth quarter, uh, Griffin with the ball, and they, uh, and they start a drive, and that leads to this. Layman takes it himself. Touchdown! Oh no, he gave it to Nelman. It's really hard to tell. He did give one, it to Nelman. He did. He did. I couldn't tell either. But one thing we know for sure is Griffith is just an extra point away from tying this one up. An offensive bonanza here in the second half. Here's the replay. Watch the handoff. Boy, it sure looks like he's got it. Who has it? Well, I guess in the end, it's Nelliman. I think Richie Lehman wanted to take it and get the touchdown. Well, he saw the opening and thought either one of us is going to score. It might as well be me. So with the extra point, uh, Griffith again ties the game, and and again option football and and how hard it, it how hard it is to defend. When you actually see that play, when you when you watch that play, um, you know the confusion as to who scored is they are both basically carrying the ball in the end zone at the same time. They both have their hands on the ball. Um, when, when a team is able to run option like this, it's, it's quite impressive to watch. Until you're the one that has to defend it, then it just drives you crazy. Um, so uh, up to now in, in this game, and, and, and even though the scoring has stepped up, you've, you've still had this back and forth, you know, uh, we score, they score, we score, they score. And, and you're okay with it uh, because, you know, we've either had the lead or we're tied. Um, but then um, after a, a very rare uh, Tommy Finn interception, uh, that, that, that string gets, gets kind of broken here. In the fourth quarter. Andrean has not had to play from behind yet tonight. First and goal. Richie Lehman trying to take the lead for the Panthers. They hand him off. Nelman goes in. Touchdown, Matt Nelman. So Nelman is fourth touchdown of the night. And it's 34 to 28. Points off of turnovers. We talk about it a lot. And that's what this is. This is a result of an interception. So suddenly uh, that breaks the back and back and forth, and uh, Griffith with the extra point uh, takes the lead, uh, thirty-five to twenty-eight. And uh, 
that's the first deficit for for us. Uh, now we're having to play from behind. We haven't had to had to haven't done it all game, and and here we are in the fourth quarter. And 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 as I said before, had the game ended here. Uh, again, would have been a very exciting game, and they would say, you know, how hard the Niners played, and they were such brave boys. And too bad Tommy Finn's career has to end the end this way with the loss, and 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 so on and so forth, and those kind of things. But, but, however, um, after the kickoff, there was six minutes and twenty eight seconds left. Uh, we had the ball on the twenty six yard line, and we were uh, seventy four yards away from uh, tying the game. So I'd love to be able to just play um, to, to, to play this to play this drive that, that, that comes up here. But it, in the interest of time, I think you kind of have the feel of the back and forth and in the excitement and the immediacy uh, of this game and of the situation. Uh, we, we are in a spot here that, that with a team like Griffith, if we, if we gave up the ball, um, don't know if we could could stop them and get it back. Uh, you know, we hadn't really stopped them in the second half. Uh, all all they would have to do is run out the clock. So we were basically in a situation um, that was that that was kind of do or die. So um, again, in, in in the interest of time, um, uh, I'm just going to go through here and, and then uh, play some snippets and again of the important plays here, but. Uh, uh, as, as, as I said, uh, we have the ball um, on our 26-yard line, 74 yards away, uh, six minutes and 28 seconds left. Uh, and uh, uh, on a first down play, uh, give the ball to uh, Joaquin Rodriguez uh, for a gain of nine. Uh, so, so we're facing a second and one. Uh, Finn, with a keeper on the option, uh, gets no gain. He was lucky to get back to the to the line of scrimmage uh, to keep us with what seemingly seemed to be an easy first down after the first play. Uh, so now it's third and one, and try Rodriguez on a dive, and he actually loses a yard. Um, there was there was a penalty on the play, but an illegal shift. Obviously, Griffith uh, declined that. So we are facing a a fourth and two. Uh, big situation here, and, uh, and and let's take a listen as to what happens. So you want to tune in next week as well. And you see there Matt Nelman trying to pick up the crowd. This one, fourth and two from the 35, the biggest play in the careers of some of these seniors on the Andrean team. Finn, play action. Looks, throws, has a man, and that's going to be a flag. That's a flag, Chris. Heron Gody taken down by a couple guys. Bo Racky on the field, Russ Racky on the field. But when you see the replay, I think you'll be able to see it. Yeah, it looked pretty clear from this vantage point. And there it is, so it's going to give him the first down. Here's the replay. Tommy Finn. Pass interference. Play action. On the defense. 15 yards from the oh, yeah. spot. Automatic. First down. So yes, if if you're able to see the play, it was obvious pass interference, um, which in high school and college is a 15-yard penalty. It's 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 not at the spot of the foul like it is in the pros. And uh, if 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 you know you you hate penalties in big situations like that, but if if it was even close, um, <laughs> uh, I guarantee you, Russ Radke, the Griffith coach, if you know him at all, you you'd even after all this time, you'd probably still hear him screaming. So. Uh, you know it was the right call that that, that he backed off um, very quickly. Um, 
So, uh, so, so now it's, it's, it's first and 10 at our 49 yard line. And, uh, and maybe you're thinking, you know, um, uh, momentum is swinging our way and on the the next play uh tommy tommy finn hits jake uh for a 24 yard gain to the to the griffith 17 yard line with 415 left so yeah at at this point you definitely think uh momentum has has changed uh we're we're in position to uh, to at least tie the game uh you know plenty of time in, in in good field position but uh uh, as 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 we've seen before in this game, things can change, things can change rather quickly. So, um, again, we have a first and ten at the Griffith seventeen yard line, and then, and on that play, on the next play, uh, Tommy gets sacked for a loss of seven yards. Uh, so the clock is running. Uh, we've got a second and seventeen. Now we're back at the 25, 24 yard line. And uh, Tommy drops back to pass, and and he throws a pass to to Heron Gody, Ty Heron Gody, uh, at the ten yard line. Um, it would have been a very tough catch, uh, and he'd be the first to tell you that he that he should have caught it, but he's not able to haul it in. Uh, so now it so now it's third and seventeen, and and Tommy on, on the next play he goes back to pass and. He's sacked again for a nine-yard loss. So, what did I say about momentum? Momentum is basically the next play, uh, or whatever your last play was. And now we go from, uh, you know, first and ten uh, on the seventeen-yard line to now we are facing a fourth and twenty-six from the thirty-three-yard line, and we let we let the play clock run down before we call a timeout. So. Uh, it's that situation, fourth and twenty-six from the thirty-three-yard line, with two minutes and thirteen seconds uh, left. And uh, you know the Griffith fans are going crazy. All the momentum has swung their way. Uh, they had everything going for them. Uh, we we still had Tommy Finn, and and I say that you know being being a coach uh, of of Tommy and the team that Tommy's on, but. Uh, during the timeout, as uh, as Jamie Perko and Chris Ramirez are discussing the situation, uh, we hear these words uh, come out of Jamie Perko. Chris, the thing about this is if there was one team, one team out there that could make up a 4th and 26 in a must-do situation, it's the 59ers. And... And we believed it, or at least most of us did. I mean, you know, maybe some people on the inside might have had some doubts, but but on the outside, um, you know, we had a shot, and, and and we knew we still had a chance at this, and and there was no, there were no outward signs of dismay. Everybody was up for it. Everybody was up for the challenge. Uh, so after lining up uh, after our timeout. Uh, Griffith called a timeout of their own, uh, you know, kind of let us see how we're going to line up so they can make 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 their adjustments. Uh, so, so basically, we're 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 going through two timeouts here. Uh, so again, uh, we break the huddle, and and as I said, it, it's fourth and twenty six uh, at at the thirty three yard line. And now, if you if you if you're watching the video of the game uh, right before the snap. Uh, there, there's kind of a closer-up shot of Tommy Finn, and in the background, 
uh, you can you, you can see me standing on the sidelines, and you can you can clearly see Coach Doyle walking past me uh, on the sidelines, and and you could you could clearly see he's looking back and he's and he's saying something to me, and at that point I was I was yelling the usual encouragement, uh, you know, let's go, let's go, and 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 the last the the last thing on my mouth was. We're going to get this. And what Coach Doyle is telling me as he's walking by is, yeah, we're going to get it when pigs fly. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, after this, uh, you you better have some uh, heavy-duty umbrellas on hand. The clock says 2.13. The ball at the 33. It's fourth and 26 for the 59ers. Finn, a low snap. Rolls far side, throws it deep down the field. It's going to be caught, caught, Jake Coco. Touchdown, 59ers. Oh, unbelievable. How did the ball get through there? There were two Griffith Panthers on him. If one team could do it, Chris, we said it. It was the Andrea 59ers. Coco, 33 yards from Tommy Finn. And look at the Andrean sideline. And look at the Griffith sideline. Here's the play again. Right through the two of them. Unbelievable. Matt, Matt Nelliman and, and, and Drew Rogowski looked like they got a little turned around on the play. Chris, I'll tell you what, exactly what happened there. Both of them were looking for the interception instead of just batting the ball down, and they got turned around. Now, big extra point. Jake Kolko, again, has to kick the point. And it's going to be a fake pitch. Jake Kolko going for the end zone. Two-point conversions. Good. 36, 35, and Drain has the lead. Wow. What a gutsy call by Brett St. Germain. What a gutsy call and good, good execution by the Griffith Panther or by the Andrean 59ers, and they take the lead 36-35. Wow. Here it is again. What a call by Coach St. Germain. Unbelievable. The Andrean student section, I'm looking across. They're in a frenzy. Around Andrean, it's simply called the play or or fourth and 26. Uh, and, and now they talked about a gutsy call to go for two, but um, it was it was actually something that we had practiced. Uh, so there was no time out there. There was no thinking about it. Um, and after each of our scores uh, before that, uh, Brett would Brett would ask, should we should we run the two points? Should we run the two points? And we and we kept saying, no, no, keep keep it in your pocket. Uh, and it just, so just like you know the year before, sending Mark Edwards out for a forty-five uh, yard field goal, uh, there was absolutely no hesitation here. Uh, but now, now we had to kick off the game. The game was not over yet. Uh, there were still a little over two minutes, and and they had already turned a kickoff for a touchdown. Um, but uh, the squib kid, squib kid work worked. Squib kick worked. Sorry, and uh, and and Griffith's going to start at their at their own eighteen yard line here. So on on first and ten, uh, they give the ball to Rakowski and he gain, and he and he gains nine yards. Uh, so it's second and one at the twenty seven, a minute forty six to go. And during this during this drive. Um, the the clock was being stopped a few times without timeouts. Uh, it was maddening, but but you're at you're, you're at Griffith, so you're not surprised by 
by uh, anything that happens. Um, and on the next play, um, uh, Griffith recovers their own fumble, very, very close to, to, to getting it, and that would have ended the ball game there. Uh, but but basically, it, it, it's it's for no gain. So it's third and one at the twenty-seven. Uh, again, the clock stopping for some unknown reason. Uh, and in the ensuing play, uh, it's a it's a keeper by Layman for ten yards. Uh, so they pick up the first down. It's it's first and ten at the thirty-seven. Uh, and on the next play, it's it's a loss of three on a Layman keeper. Uh, so here we go. You know, clock running. Second and thirteen at the thirty-four. And, and at this point, um, Griffith runs a pitch pass. Uh, so it's basically a, a, a fake sweep right, and, and, and Lehman rolls down the left sideline after he, after he pitches the ball. And he's, he's kind of all alone. Um, Adam Shingle, the, the corner who, who, who should have been sitting on that side, uh, had gone later, laterally to his left. Um, he didn't get sucked up, which was good. So he 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 was late getting over there for the pass, uh, uh, but 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 not in position to really do anything about it. But he did the next best thing, and he just uh, crushed Lehman on the tackle. I mean, crushed him. I I, I would have thought that that Lehman had broken ribs, and it actually uh, forced him out for a play. Um, I don't know how he came back in. Um, but but on the play they they gain in they gain twenty four yards and so a lot of real estate and, and a crucial first down. So now it's first and ten at the Andrean 42, 44 seconds left. Uh, uh, Matt Nelliman comes in to play quarterback for a play and and they're in a screen pass and uh, Chris Davila it could have been the hero there. He, he he drops an interception. We had actually been practicing a mush rush all week, and and he read it, and it actually and it actually worked. He had the ball in his hands, uh, but but oh well, he he he, he dropped the ball. So um, second and ten from the 42, 31 seconds. Layman is now back in, and he and he skips skips a pass out on a bubble screen out out to the right. And I actually think they were setting up a double pass there, where if, if he could have got the ball out there, um, it, it was it was planned to be behind the line of scrimmage and and, and then pass downfield. And I don't know what the coverage might have looked like on that, but uh, uh, be that as it may, uh, the, the ball skipped in, hit the ground, so they weren't able to to complete that. Uh, so third and ten from the 42, 29 seconds left. And remember, they only need a field goal. Uh, so. Uh, they don't need a touchdown. They don't necessarily have to go all the way downfield. So uh, next play, uh, Lehman completes it to, to Mac over the middle for 14 yards. And again, the crucial first down at, at the 28-yard line. So uh, now it's first and 10, like I said, from the 28. There's 22 seconds left. Uh, Lehman back to pass again. It's it's tipped over the middle, and Rodriguez almost intercepts again. There were like three three opportunities that we had to to almost get interceptions here, um, but it went off his hands, and, and it stops the clock with with twelve seconds left. So now it's uh, second and ten, second and ten from the twenty eight. Twelve seconds. Uh, uh, Lehman lofts a pass down the left slot, and again almost picked off. Uh, Right, right between uh, Tommy Finn and Chris Skinner, uh, they both kind of kind of dive for the ball, but they're not able to get it. So here we are, the clock stop with 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 six seconds to go, and it's third and ten from the twenty-eight. Now there's there's a discussion on the air about uh, do they try a field goal here, or do they go to the end zone with a pass and 
And, and in hindsight, being able to watch what they do and, and how they set this up um, and, and, and what they're trying to do. I think if they thought that this was go for broke, uh, Hail Mary type, they would have they would have used their timeout to, to set something up. Uh, but, but they're saving the timeout. And as I watch the play afterwards, as I said, I see a few things that tell me they were either trying for one more quick play to the sideline to try a field goal or they were setting up the hook and ladder play because they did have a man trailing. Um, uh, but either way, uh, it, it tells me that, th- that it's either one of these because when, when the ball is snapped, Lehman immediately looks to the left sideline. He doesn't look downfield. He doesn't look to see if anybody else is, is open. Looks immediately to the left sideline and throws the ball. Uh, there was no intention of a, of a, of a Hail Mary there. And let's uh, let's listen in to see what the the result of the play is. Well, this is going to do it right here. Third and ten with six seconds to go. The Panthers without a penalty. This is the last play. Layman throws and it's picked off. It's picked off. And Brian wins it. Ty Herringoti with the interception and the 59ers. Hold on. I'm sorry. That's Bob Pachulski with the interception. And look at the 59ers on the field, Chris. Unbelievable. Look at this scene. It, oh, I, there's 59ers all over the field, both sides. That, what a tremendous game, Jamie. Let's get down there. Chris, I don't know if we have this, the final play, but Bob Pacholsky, the interception number 89, I believe. He was the guy who got it. And we'll be right back with uh, memories of the aftermath and to tie things up. Don't go away. Well, if you bling, then you'll miss it when the times are changing Cause it's our fashion when it's on TV Before you know it, your eyes are raging You're telling your kids that used to be me Well, we got off the bus, kiss on the cheek Said maybe I'll give you a call next week But we both know those calls will never come But as long as we're still breathing There'll be somewhere left to run Shadows run wild in your mind Seize the night Do your best to lose track of time Seize the night And the path won't feel so long Cause if you know where you are when you wake up If you know where you are when you wake up If you know where you are when you wake up Something's wrong This is going to do it right here. Third and ten with six seconds to go. The Panthers without a penalty. This is the last play. Layman throws and it's picked off. It's picked off. And Brian wins it. Ty Herringoti with the interception. And the 59ers, hold on. I'm sorry. That's Bob Pachulski with the interception. And look at the 59ers on the field, Chris. Unbelievable. Look at this scene. It, oh, I, there's 59ers all over the field, both sides. 
Now, what a tremendous game, Jamie. Let's get down there. Chris, I don't know if we have this, the final play, but Bob Pachulski, the interception number 89, I believe. He was the guy who got it. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll never get tired of watching that or listening to that. Um, uh, welcome back to My Tiny Changes. Uh, Steve Pachulski, uh, episode that plays the thing. Uh, so again, you get the you get the wrong name at first, but it, but at least it gets at least it gets corrected. Um, you know, watching watching that play and, and, and as it went on after the play, um, uh, Bobby Bobby pretty much immediately hands the ball to the official. He doesn't throw it. He doesn't spike it. Doesn't celebrate with it. Just just hands it to the official, and then uh, then his good friend. Um, Kellen Mackin is the first, uh, the first to hug him. Then he's then he's engulfed uh, by a lot of his teammates. Um, the news the newspaper the next day um, had a big picture of him uh, headline in the in, in the sports section of the paper. Um, very nice picture of him, Bobby, with his head thrown back and 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 more joy on his face than 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 you could describe um, not not that is not the usual bobby smirk but just 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 a look of of pure joy on his face and the thing about bobby is people people remember him as this big muscular good-looking football player uh, but but Bobby was no athlete in the sense of a natural, graceful runner. Uh, you know, the guy who could play all sports. <laughs> Bobby Bobby was klutzy and kind of stiff and mechanical. Um, you know, as a kid, he was he was nerdy. You know, we thought he was going to grow up to be you know scientist dude or whatever. Um, but you know, he he played basketball when he was young. I remember, and I helped coach the team and and. You know the the coach kept putting Bobby in, and I told him, "You don't have to play him because he because he's my kid." You know, I, I, I totally understood that 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 there were limitations there. But I say that I say that he's no athlete, but he was a football player, and and I've always made that distinction as long as as long as I played and coached. There's athletes and there's football players, and 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 it's nice if you can get both. But if if given the choice, um. I would I, I would much rather have football players. Um, you know his his youth and Pop Warner teams were all successful, and and he very much contributed to that success, uh, playing different positions uh, as as when needed. And 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 when he got to high school, he worked his ass off. Uh, he worked his ass off in the weight room and and, and got big, and and worked his ass off in practice and got better. And and he, and he kept on doing that as far as the workouts afterwards to be to become what he was to become this 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 mountain of a man who who, who, who again I can't you know I always bring up you know getting a hug from Bobby where he would just engulf you and and you get a hug from Bobby and and and, and you knew you were hugged and then. Then, then going on with, with with that night and in the celebration afterwards on the field, and the the best story afterward might be might be finally finding Karen and the, and the kids, uh, Steph and Sam, and the crowd uh, on the field, and 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 talking a bit, and and just being happy, and talking about what a great game it was, and and how we were going to play at home next week, and in in the regional, and 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 so on and so forth, and. 
And I started walking away, and, and something made me stop. And 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 I went back and and, and found Karen <laughs> quickly, and just innocently asked her. I said, "Do you know who intercepted that that last pass?" And she looked at me. And she said, "No, who?" And and then she's like, "Bobby." And, and I'm like, "Yes, yes, it was, it was Bobby." So I, I I've always found that kind of kind of comical. And obvious, obviously, we we relived that game from time to time, and in in that and the next three games uh, we won, culminating in a state championship. Um, but you know, you almost feel we won the state championship by winning that Griffith game. Uh, not to take anything away from Hamilton Heights or New Prairie or Heritage Hills, uh, you know. By the same token, had had Griffith beaten us. That game, I, I, I believe, I truly believe that they would have wound up uh, uh, being state champs themselves. And I always, I, I, I always thought that that would be something that we would share as, as I got old and as, as, as we grew, grew old. And, and now with Bobby gone, obviously it, it's that much more ingrained in my memories. Um, you know, we, we received wings, rings, wings. <laughs> we received rings for winning. Uh, state that year, and uh, uh, I wear I, I I wear Bobby's ring around my neck, and and, and mine is with him up on the shelf, uh, r- right over here. As a matter of fact, whenever I watch old videos and in, in, in recordings, you know, listening to them, um, I'm reminded of, of something else. When when Bobby was was little, um, he he was he was the ring bearer at uh, his aunt Lisa's wedding. Um, you know, and, 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 and at that age, uh, he was kind of shy around others, at least that day he was. So he didn't, didn't really perform all of his ring bearer duties. Um, he got held a lot by me. Uh, I was also in the wedding and so was his mother, uh, Karen and, and, and also by his grandmas. Uh, but, um, at the reception, you know, it was, it was being videotaped and, and, and I recall seeing it later. And as they announced the wedding party, so again, that included him, myself, and Karen. And each, each time he heard the name Pachalski, you can hear his little but booming voice saying, They said Pachalski! They said Pachalski! So uh, every time I watch something and, 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 and hear is the things I played tonight, um, I, I say to myself, or sometimes out loud, um, remembering my little boy, they said Pachalski. They said Pachalski. Pachalski, always remember, there was nothing worth sharing like the love that let us share our name. Until next time, peace, everyone. Always remember there was nothing worth sharing Like the love that let us share our name Always remember there was nothing worth sharing Like the love that let us share our name